Welcome to the Business of Beverages, drinks industry insights with makers, marketeers, and mischief. Hello, and welcome to the Business of Beverages. I'm your host, Will Keating, and I'm joined by my esteemed colleague and co-host, Mr. Podrick, Foxy Fox. Good day, Will. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, as you know, I had COVID round two, and I am now back out the other side of that, so ready to go again. Yeah, well, I'm delighted. I've avoided having round two of COVID, and a long way that continue. I know, that, that jet lag that I thought I had on our last episode wasn't jet lag. Uh, but you're back fighting fit, ready to go. Yes, yeah. Thankfully, pretty much zero symptoms. Nobody else in the house got it, so we're all good. Well, I I am curious, though, because, you know, maybe... Maybe there is a certain level of fatigue which is creeping in because I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been a big milestone that we're hitting this month. It's a very big milestone this month, Will. Uh, I, I thought you'd forgotten. Um, I, I'm going to be 40 this month, which is very exciting. What? Don't let these youthful, boyish good looks fool you. It's uh, <laughs> a big fall in a couple of days. Well, congratulations. I, I didn't actually realize that. I, I, I was talking about the big four O, which was the 40 episodes that we've hit on the Business of Beverages podcast. Oh, well, yeah, that's pretty big as well. But I'm glad that you've announced to the world that you're, you're also hitting middle age. Yeah, you, you can edit this bit out, can't you? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I was actually you know, prompted then to think back and reflect on those 40. That's quite a big milestone. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of my youth, which, you know, was was not today nor yesterday, uh, where I remember watching Top of the Pops as a kid. And it was always the top 40 singles in, in Britain that they were they were counting down. That was a big deal for me. And I was thinking, wow, we could actually do a whole episode on our favorite episodes and, and a bit of a countdown. You know, some people might say that that's a little bit of a lazy excuse to do an episode where we finish with <laughs> clips from previous episodes, but I say they're wrong. Every every good TV show has done this at one point or another. <laughs> yeah, we we may be filling in the old um, you know, schedule a little tiny eensy-weensy bit, just a little. Yeah, it's like the Simpsons 370th episode spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think maybe... Uh, I, I wouldn't. I don't think it's fair to, to call it maybe uh, all filler, no killer. But you know, maybe that's exactly what it is. <laughs> we'll let the listeners decide that. Well, to be fair, right? To be fair, there is actually some logic to this. So we, we have had an absolutely stonking run of guests recently. We've been knocking out of the park. It's been a huge amount of effort has gone in over the last three or four months for business of beverages. You know, we've had top-notch guests, you know, from Mark Sands um, to Lester Jones, uh, any number of really A-list guests. And, uh, you know, I think we deserve a little break, to be perfectly frank. Exactly. And we're still recording this bit live. So, you know, we're still putting the work in, still putting the effort in. Yeah. But do you know, on reflection, because I, I hadn't looked at it a long time, what our top-rated, most downloaded, listened-to episodes are. Do you have any kind of a feel? Is is it the quiz episode where I beat you? Because I downloaded <laughs> that and never think, over and over and over. Do you know? Uh, so yes, in our most recent um, shot of quiz, uh, Foxy nilled me for the first time. So I I didn't get any points, zero, nul point, as they say. Uh, yeah, I, I feel very embarrassed by my performance. That's all right. Well, even a, even a blind squirrel finds his nuts sometimes. <laughs> the family show, Foxy. Let's keep it. Let's keep it good. But no, you'll be surprised to learn. So I was thinking, in true top of the pop fashion, that we could do a week countdown of our top five episodes. 
Oh, that's that's not a bad idea. So the so at number five, Will. At number five is actually two episodes. So it's a joint. So it really is a top six. But that's because these two episodes could not be separated. They have absolutely identical numbers of downloads. And they're bizarrely are episodes numbers one and two, our first and second ever episode. Back back when we were still trying things out, putting blankets over our heads to dull the audio <laughs> around the, the outside of the laptop. Don't don't kill the image that people have of us as truly professional drinks industry pros. Like we we Well no, to be fair, to be fair, we, we do record the majority of these at the, the Hellfire Studios. So, you know, there is a professional setup, fab fantastic setup up in the, the Dublin Mountains. But in those early COVID days when we couldn't talk to each other in person, there was a lot of trial and error on some of these episodes. But the quality did not suffer at all because episode one, which was the science of bartending with Greg Buddha from The Dead Rabbit, and uh, episode two, which was The Future of Flavor with John Kelly, absolutely top-notch. We started with a bang, and I have to say, they really stand the test of time, particularly uh, Greg's dissection of how you should approach understanding your role as a bartender or the function of a menu in a in a bar. Uh, and then John bringing us some really brilliant insights into, you know, from from a, the perspective of a really big global flavors company, an ingredients company like Kerry, how do you predict what's going to be popular in terms of flavors in the future? I, I think they're they're top notch. Yeah, definitely. And uh, the Dead Rabbit actually have a new cocktail recipe book out at the minute, uh, Will, as well. So if you are interested in that kind of thing, ideal time to go back and listen to Greg's episode. Yeah, we are big fans of the Dead Rabbit and their their recipe books and their their cocktail books, you know, so the Drinks Manual, which was the first one, and then Mixology and Mayhem, which was their second book. So uh, I must go check out the new one. But at number four in our countdown was actually episode number five, which was our old pal and perennial guest, uh, David Gluckman. So his Fail Quickly, Fail Cheaply episode never ceases to amuse me. Oh, Dave, Dave is just brilliant. You know, like the, doing an episode with a, an octogenarian who references Puff Daddy during his, his set is <laughs> genius. <laughs> so, David, if you're not familiar with David, David was one of the men involved in the actual invention and creation of Bailey's. As he says himself, uh, it was all done and dusted in about 45 minutes uh, one morning in 1973. So he brings us on a brilliant journey where everything from Bailey's through to Ciroc through to Tanqueray 10 and all the different projects that he was involved in. So have a huge amount of time uh, for David. Uh, and we've had him back on the show a number of times because he's just such good value as a guest. Exactly. And, and also his book, That Shit Will Sell, uh, you know, Sterling is going through a bit of a nosedive. This is the time to pick it up on Amazon if you are that way inclined. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just Google That Shit Will Never Sell. Or better still, go back and listen to episode number five. Fail quickly, fail cheaply. At number three, we have the absolute sleeper hit of episodes one that just snuck in under the radar episode number 15 let's open a bar with kevin demers i have to say this was a brilliant episode to record and it's one that just quietly steadily has crept all the way up the charts and is is doing extremely well this is actually one of my favorite episodes because kevin has opened multiple bars multiple venues multiple kind of different things and i think People have a, a romantic idea of, hey, let's, let's open a bar. It'll be just like Cheers. Uh, they don't. They, you never see them do the Excel spreadsheets or work out the cost of Sky Sports per month versus headcount in the bar and what they spell and the average spend, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Tax returns, all, all the all the fun stuff. Um, it's really, really fascinating insight into the trials and tribulations of not just opening a bar, but then also opening a bar in the basement of an 18th century building in Montreal as well, which comes with its own challenges. 
Yeah. So I, I think that that's brilliant and, and a, a great guest for us, Kevin. Um, we must get back in touch with him, see how he's doing. At number two, we have episode 23. Here's Johnny. No surprise to me that this episode did huge numbers. So Johnny Cal is an old friend from uh, days working together in, in Diageo, but he's now the chief marketing officer for Heineken in the US. Um, Johnny was an absolutely brilliant guest, really super insightful. And we actually had to, to swap you out. We, we didn't choose you as a co-host for this. I think the large numbers might be due also to the fact that we had Ricard Nesson from the Liquid Acids podcast on as a co-host. Picard did a stonking job. Uh, of course, Picard was a guest on uh, one of our episodes as well, but does have his own podcast. And we we highly, highly recommend you go check that out as well because it, it is absolutely brilliant. And, and yeah. he's an amazing. Like, let's let's call a spade a spade. He is brilliant. Yeah, well, we, we got it. We were able to afford him for, for one episode, but we, we couldn't pay the transfer fee to keep him permanently. So we only had him on loan. But yeah, that episode with, with Johnny, he gives brilliant insights into Heineken's agenda on Beyond Beer and also the creation of, of Heineken Zero, which was an absolute game changer for, for the non-alc beer market. So episode 23, listen to it if you haven't already done so. But there is a clear number one, Foxy. And I think you know what episode is going to be by far and away our most popular. I'm fairly confident because I think people are still dipping into it and still downloading it for the first time and, and listening to it. And it, it is it is a great episode. Yeah, it's absolutely is number twelve episode number twelve. What the fuck, Brewdog, uh, with Dave Infante. Um and Dave was an absolute revelation. Hundred percent one of uh, possibly my favorite guest and just so well informed and on a topic that people really love to get into. They love to take positions. People either love BrewDog or they hate them, but this was a fantastic episode. Uh, It's amazing we managed to cut that episode down to like 50-odd minutes because Dave is just so brilliant that we could have chatted to him for three or four hours on any number of topics because he's just super. Knows his stuff inside out, does all the paper trails, does everything, but he's also so engaging, brilliant presenter, and uh, somebody I would really like to go for a beer with, actually. Well, I, I think we're going to have to get back onto the, to Dave because uh, with those kind of numbers, you know, anything he talks about will, will be interesting. Uh, and plus the fact that, you know, BrewDog are the gift that keeps on giving, you know, in terms of controversy. They're always stirring the pot. Uh, even this week, uh, we, we won't go into the details because, you know, I don't give them uh, too much airtime. But what we investigated in that episode was really the, their funding practices and more particularly the work that Dave had done for VinePair and for his own Fingers uh, blog and, and newsletter on kind of exposing the dangers associated with their crowdfunding model. And what I'd like to say is, though, I, I think it's a really good piece of journalism on, on Dave's behalf and it makes for brilliant reading. Yeah, absolutely. You should read all of Dave's writing because it's all really, really good. There you go. That was our top five. That was That was the listeners' top five. So oh, let me ask you, what was your favorite episode that we've done? Mm. Well, Foxy, that's like trying to pick your favorite child. And I definitely, definitely don't have a favorite child. Of course not. No. <laughs> uh, particularly if they're listening to this. Um, <laughs> what was my favorite episode? Uh, well, the, the, there's different criteria, but if, if I had to pick one, because it's maybe slightly different, I, I would say uh, episode 28. Uh, Octon Fritz uh, that we did with uh, Mirko Wolfweigert, who's the founder of Fritz Cola, which is a, a cola company in Germany and, and Central Europe. I just 
I just love that. I thought it was brilliant. He was a such a passionate and articulate entrepreneur. And to me, it was just such a crazy journey that two German students would decide that the the one category that they could innovate in was was Coke uh, or cola rather. Well, we, we did mention it at the time, but you had quite the bromance going there. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can still see you blushing in your cheeks a little bit when you mention his name. He and just, you were, he, you were he just so such a man crush on him. He was just, he, he was brilliant, but you, you definitely left that interview just glowing. You see, I have to bear in mind that after you dialed off, he also then spent 20 minutes recording a, a piece specifically for my students on innovation and entrepreneurship and, and how to, how you approach innovation uh, from his perspective. So, you know, the man, the man was sheer class, a scholar and a gentleman, as we say in Ireland. Yeah, to be fair, that was an exceptional uh, episode. What about you, though? Me, I, I think the best, my favorite episode that we did was when we went up to Richard Ryan's outhouse slash shed slash home bar oh. and sat and recorded an episode in front of a crackling fire on a cold winter's evening where it was dark outside, but inside there was a, a Guinness tap pouring. There was any number of spirits. Uh, he was mixing up cocktails after the episode. So the episode itself was great, but the seven hours <laughs> that we spent hanging out with afterwards were equally good. We've had chickens the following morning as well. It was, uh, that was, that was quite the Bisbet Pod adventure. Oh, listen. Uh, yeah, that is, that is absolutely up there as the best 24 hours of podcasting for 100%. Uh, the only thing that went wrong was that um, I, I broke his Frisbee when we were playing at one of the fields. Well, I, I would say the only other thing that went wrong was when I was trying to make a point about branding and selected a bottle off the shelf and it turned out it was one that he had designed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was my favorite bit, actually, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you what's yeah. wrong with this one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it did make it to the Apex. Uh, well, tell me this much, though. So if that's our sort of favorite episodes, you know, we do pay a lot of attention to our Desert Island drink. And, you know, you are the uh, chairman and uh, chief executive officer of the bar on the desert island. Uh, what's your favorite desert island drink guest? <laughs> so purely because of the nonsensical drink that was chosen, <laughs> I, I, have, I, I have to go with Marty Duffy. So so Marty is the, the Glencairn Glass ambassador, and the, the drink that he chose was a banana daiquiri, which in itself we can kind of get over. Yeah, tropical island, desert, bar, we get it. It was when he started describing the little dolphin that is made out of a banana that sits <laughs> on the side of the glass. I think we just lost it. Oh, because he made us Google it. And then once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's just, <laughs> you can't get past it. And if, if you didn't listen to that Desert Island Drake, go back and listen to it and then Google it because it's it's a thing nightmares are based on. It, it, <laughs> no way it makes the drink look any way more attractive to anybody. It's awful. You, if your kids were to see this, they would never, ever, ever attend a coastline to see a dolphin. It's, it's the that you could ever see. That was uh, episode twenty-five. It was actually Rebecca Jago's episode, the Indiana Jones of the Spirits World, uh, and it's the most wonderful, warm-hearted, um, generous conversation by Rebecca. A glimpse into a, an amazing, uh, exclusive world of really super rare, super premium spirits, and then Marty Duffy comes on at the end and talks to us about banana daiquiris. <laughs> Well, what was wild is that we had Marty on a full episode as well, talking about glassware. And we, the, the three of us got super nerdy on glasses and 
it was almost like a show and tell of, well, this is my favorite beer glass and this is my favorite cocktail glass. And it was like be, almost being back in school and showing off stuff that you were like, we're all middle-aged men talking about glasses as if it was the most <laughs> important thing in the world. And then yeah. he just comes up with this banana daiquiri out of left field, as if it's the most normal thing ever to order on a desert island. Yeah. Um, Marty Duffy, master of whiskey, and just plain old weirdo. Yeah, but I mean, like other people bring drinks that are functional, like coffee to get me through the day, or something I can start a fire with, something I can build a boat out of. Nope, banana <laughs> daiquiri for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think um, Marty was was a, certainly a left field uh, guest for Desert Island. The other left field guest who I was my personal favorite is Nick Curtis Davis. So if you recall this, Nick chose time traveling pints of Guinness as, as his Desert Island drink choice. And I just thought he was so warm and evocative talking about, you know, a particular round of drinks that he remembers from uh, nights out in his youth on the north side of Dublin. And I just... I loved it. It was a story that I did. And when he started, I thought, I have no idea where this is going, but he carried me with him. It was a brilliant, brilliant choice. Yeah. I'm still not sure time traveling points are allowed on a modern day desert island, but I'm telling you, it's allowed. All right, fine. The podcast has created some good memories, in fairness, now that we're getting into this uh, wandering down memory lane. What was the most fun that you had recording an episode? Let's take Richard Ryan aside, but like something else that gave you a bit of a laugh or a giggle. Oh, I did. Do you know what I did enjoy? Uh, remember, we had Rebecca from Discord magazine on. Rebecca Dooley, yes, episode six. Yeah, I. I she brought a quiz. <laughs> she knew the way to our heart, Foxy. She did straight up. She brought uh, that was really cool because she talked a lot about the you know various awards and hospitality and things like that, and then. She's like, all right, well, I'm going to finish on the quiz. I was like, all right, we're in. Because you, you, you do love a good quiz. Uh, and, and to be fair, it, uh, it set the groundwork for the little quiz that we do every second week now on the podcast. Yeah. So I see the numbers. So I see the popularity of the episodes, the popularity of the quiz. And I understand that the quiz is fundamentally, it's not as popular as the as the episodes. And I, I'm not hurt or, or you know upset by that at all, really very much no, no, you're you know? not because because i know how you get into quizzing so even if we never put those episodes out you would still be more than happy to do that every second week <laughs> absolutely uh, no i i just i love the quiz and it's a bit of crack and it's a way in which we provide regular content so there's always going to be something from us on a monday you can be assured of that so you know it's been 18 months now 40 full episodes uh, almost 40 quizzes uh, a couple of bonus tracks in there as well um, so I, I think that there's there's lots of fun uh, that you can have as well as being informative and, you know, serious about the business side of things as well. Ed, ed, edutainment, Will. Edutainment. Um, are there any other episodes that you felt were kind of underrated or maybe didn't get the audience that they should have? All of our quiz episodes. All of our quiz episodes <laughs> have a good audience. Because uh, they are fun. They're, they're, they're good crack. Uh, and, and again, like, we really do welcome submissions. So if you have a drink, you can let us know. And uh, if you would like to be the quiz master, let us know on bizbevpod at gmail.com. And uh, myself and Will can play off against each other from the, the same stand. Do you know what my favorite quote out of all the episodes we've done? The episode with Melissa Cole about, you know, treating people with respect in the industry and, you know, basically just don't be a dick. Her yeah. line of, if you don't like it, then fuck off and sell rivets. <laughs> just stuck with me as just being amazing. 
Yeah, I have to say, uh, Melissa was was full value. She was actually the first ever interview we did for the podcast. Although it came out in episode three, it was the first ever episode we did. And we just asked Melissa a question and she just went. And it was really about uh, diversity and inclusion in the drinks industry in general and talking about her experiences. And she was absolutely brilliant about just saying to people, listen, you need to stop doing diversity. You need to actually live it. And and if you don't, and if it's not for you, and you you can't actually bring yourself to bring more people in and widen the tent for everybody in the industry, then fuck off and sell rivets. That that should be printed on a t-shirt. I think we could do that. I think we could do a merch run. What do you think? Well, I, I'd buy it. <laughs> well, I have to say, this has been a very lovely wander down memory lane. I, I'm genuinely amazed we've managed to do 40 episodes of this because uh, if you remember correctly well we always had episode nine as that is the time that podcasts go to to die and we managed to get past episode nine kept going kept our listener from an hour yeah. so as as the key driving force <laughs> behind this podcast because let's not let's call a spade a spade here you are the the guy who makes all this stuff happens what's the future going to hold well the plan is actually very exciting. So although this is a little bit of a recap and a, a reflection, uh, in reality, we have a very, very exciting future planned for BizBevPod. Uh, we are going to be doing a return trip to Leuven next year, a hugely successful event that we did uh, last May, where we went to uh, the beer capital of the world. And we're going to do more live events uh, as well. So lots more information to come on that. But we will be going back to Leuven. We'll also be doing live events in Dublin. Uh, And in terms of guests, well, we just want to keep doing interesting things with interesting people. So more top quality guests. We have a superb uh, sake special uh, lined up. We also have uh, some really fantastic interviews lined up with people in the cutting edge of the spirits business in the US and also a huge exclusive interview with one of the key driving forces behind the innovation uh, across a number of global categories uh, for for beer and for coffee in particular. So I'm going to keep that guest under wraps, if you don't mind, but it is a particularly exciting topic that I'm hoping that we're going to explore in detail. Ooh, so under wraps, I don't even know who it is, um, but you have me at Innovation in Beer and Innovation in Coffee, two of my favorite things. It is genuinely exciting. So um, we've got lots more to come. Um, so thanks for, to everybody who's listened to the first 40 episodes. If you're new to the podcast and we've had lots of new listeners in the last couple of weeks and months, uh, please take the time to maybe reflect on some of those uh, highlights that we talked about and maybe just dip back into the back catalog. And you know what? While you're at it, give us a little rating on Apple Podcasts. It does help other people find us. And if you have any topics or suggestions you'd like us to cover, bizbevpod at gmail.com. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you for listening to The Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded, so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at BizBevPod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash BizBevPod. Hadn't pressed record. <laughs> Hadn't pressed record yet. <laughs> okay. Now you're on. <laughs>